Hey guys, welcome to Perspectives, <laughs> a podcast where me, Aiden, 20-year-old, 21-year-old, <laughs> activist, musician, what am I not? It's a better question. Sits alongside the wonderful Chelsea, 20 years old, also an activist of sorts. And uh, we're, today we're graced with the presence of young Sawyer. That's good. <laughs> Somewhat of a nomad. Good set. Um, so yeah, guys. Today, I guess we're going to be talking about... The simulation. You think we're in a simulation? Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Chels? Um, I think we're definitely in an assimilation. And I think that time travel's real. And we're just all living in the past. And there's time travelers among us, but we don't know who they are. Hmm. But don't you think if time travel was real, you would run into your future self one time? Or do you think your future self would be smart enough to know to, how, how to avoid you? And like know where you were going, what you are doing? Yeah. I think her future self would know where she's going and what she's doing. Because her future self has done but, but what if you make a mistake? Well, I think, like, a more jarring question would be, like, if you think time travel is real, like, don't you think there would be people who just, like, can't follow the rules of time travel? Because if they existed, there would have to be rules. And, like, what would be the consequences of those rules? I think it would be a hard thing to keep bottled up. Hmm. Well, if you take a look at some modern films you'll see that any change that you make in the past alters the future. Sort of like a... I don't understand. Let's use some pretzels to help you. Can you explain? So here's the past, and here's the future. Yeah. And this is you. So if you go, you're here in the future. If you go back... Guys, oh. moving a lot of pretzels around. If you go back in the future, you're here with the, with, with, back in the past rather, you're here with your past. And say you run into yourself pouring a glass of milk, but you don't want to drink dairy anymore. You tell, you want yourself in the past to lean off the dairy. So you switch that milk with almond milk. Shit, he broke a pretzel. This breakage of the pretzel represents the calcium deficiency <laughs> that you're giving to your past self. Then, in, the, in turn, when you go back to the future, that calcium deficiency has only grown. You see it took off a quarter pretzel there. Now it's a half pretzel in the future because it's multiplying. That was a surprisingly good metaphor. <laughs> or analogy. Hmm. That's just one example. Well, maybe when we... People time travel, they don't know that they're in this, that they're like time traveling where they are. So you're saying we're time traveling like right now? Yeah. Okay. And then maybe, I don't know. Or maybe when we time travel, we don't come back as ourselves. Maybe we come back as like a friend to us or something. Mm -hmm. Like we take a different form. A different perspective. Well, that would be shape-shifting. <laughs> Some may say. Wouldn't that just be shape-shifting? Like, but you're from the future. But how can you embody a, a different person if you're yourself? 
going in the past. Yeah. Well, maybe something happens in the time travel. Like, maybe you do shapeshift. So you're saying... So you're saying that you enter the time portal as a human and you exit it as, like, a lizard? That'd be sick. Maybe. If that's what you want. So you're saying that all animals around us are actually spies from the future? Yes. You never know. Yeah. That honestly makes so much sense. And no one can break the rules. Fuck. We tell so much to our our pets. (laughs) We entrust our pets with everything. They know my bank codes, man. I mean... I think it's weird if your pet doesn't know your social security number. Yeah. I mean, what else you say? Good boy, good boy. Six, one, three, five, three, one. <laughs> <laughs> what if all animals were just, like, sleeper spies? And, like, once you say a certain thing, like, like tackle the tomato with a side of Parmesan mm-hmm. or something random, they activate like Perry the Platypus. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we know. What do, they, what do you think they base Phineas and Ferb off of? True stories. Real life. Yeah. Real life. Exactly. Dr. Doofenshmirtz, basically Trump. <laughs> That's unfair to Dr. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's... uh. <laughs> Let's get a little change of, change of pace here on uh, perspectives. Uh, <laughs> so Sawyer, took a gap year, huh? Oh yeah, classic. Traveled <laughs> just a little bit. Soul searched, of course. You find yourself. Found myself in a lot of places. Tell us about that. Where'd you go? <laughs> I did a cross country trip, and then I went to Asia for a couple months. Where'd you stay? Hotels and motels and hostels and holiday inns. No holiday inns in my in my travels. If I'm correct, I remember you traversed a certain range of mountains. I did. In which mountains would those be? Mountains of life. <laughs> What'd you eat? The ups and downs of Um, I ate during my road trip, I ate a lot of, like, oatmeal. And just, like, things that I could keep in the car. Mm. Some fast food. Because it's convenient. Right, but what about the time you went to India? And, oh. <laughs> and traveled on those mountains. I'm talking about that. Didn't you stay? Tell us about that. Where'd you stay? What'd you do? How long was it? I was in India for, like, three months. Did some whitewater rafting. Some backpacking. And then I was in rural India for a bit. Cool places. Everyone should visit. Ate very good local. So how much electricity do they have? None? 10%? 20 They 30? actually do have electricity in most places. Um, yeah. A lot of the electricity they buy from China. But it's just weird because they also sell a lot of electricity to China. Um, I don't know you buy and sell electricity. Me neither. Mm. That's crazy. There's actually some... Okay, yeah, let's, we can talk about this. So there's this uh, project that the Indian government wants to do. And there's this, this big river, the Kali River. Um, and it forms the border between Nepal and India. Mm. And they 
the because so many Indians are moving into the cities, like the rural um, villages are having less and less in the say in like where the government is going. And so because of that, the government has to make decisions with um, like less thought put into how it will affect rural populations. And so in terms of like infrastructure and how that affects that, they're like putting in all of these projects in rural areas that will um, like basically displace a lot of people because of the way that they affect the landscape. They want to put a dam in the Kali River, which is like as high as like three football fields and will raise the water level like 600 feet. Um, and so it will completely uh, sink like entire villages. So like big populations of people are going to get small amounts of money from the government to leave like where their families have been for centuries so that they can like move towards the cities and like try to completely change their way of living. Mm. Um, and they're doing that as a way to like create more like, like, I don't know. Like, so industrialized area? Yeah, they're trying to, like, just take advantage of their resources and, like, figure out ways to make money off of this. So in the dam, they're going to generate electricity and sell it to China, which is pretty fucked because, like, then India isn't even benefiting from the electricity generated by this dam. It's just the Indian government that's going to make money. You think this is a matter of, like, individual well-being and interests versus, like, general and more widespread well-being and interest or do you think it's purely motivated by like finance well that's like definitely an interesting question because so many more people are living in the cities so if like the government was doing this project saying like okay like we don't want to buy money from or buy electricity from another place like we want to generate our own electricity like employ indian people um and create an electron electricity industry in india that will help support like all these millions of people moving to the cities mm-hmm. then I would say like then there's more of an argument for like yeah this makes sense like we should be doing this but instead like they're just selling that money to the um, Chinese government and like with all the corruption in Indian government um, and like the lack of clarity and transparency it's like hard to say that this money is really going to be going to help people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we see a lot of issues like that even in the US yeah, I think so as well. I think cool. the U.S. is definitely a lot better about it because, like, we can yeah. more easily track our money, but... Yeah, I think... Jay Cole knows taxes are fuck. I think globally, it's interesting because a lot of these issues aren't really brought... In, like, there's no attention brought to them by, like, mainstream media, I feel like. Like, maybe there's, like, some news coverage here and now, but, like, it's not, like, a headlining thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, it's affecting so many people that it should be yeah and it's like a, it it is like a a very relevant thing yeah it has become so normal just because it's been going on for so long and because yeah. there's so little like people feel like they can do to change it yeah like okay like now we all know this about like this fucked up thing in india where they're gonna put in a den that's gonna sink villages like we're not doing we, we're not gonna do anything about it so like no. in, in the states even though everyone knows like it's not a good system or it's a it's a flawed it's, system it's a flawed system yeah it's got good ideals but a lot of the time it doesn't work out yeah and, but it's become normal for us and particularly cause like I don't know news likes to bring up controversial things yeah 
and this isn't this is just like a it's not news basically mm. it's just like it's about going on this wouldn't get views Mm-mm. it would get some attention but not the yeah people would like flip it on and be like oh yeah that's, okay. that's fucked they would just be like oh okay yeah like that's fucked up like yeah next mm-hmm. give me something more per- pertinent to myself mm-hmm. per- pertinent to the present day yeah so is it definitely gonna happen or is it like a... um that i mean there's a lot of like people <clears throat> and like small organizations fighting against it mm-hmm. um and there it's been trying to happen since like in the 90s and they've like made deals with because it's the border between india and nepal like they have to make deals with nepal oh so um, it would expand into nepal too yeah it would go on like but equally on both sides of the river but i think it would be indian property yeah mm-hmm. um and I, most recently, like, when I was there, the deal had been signed and construction, like, was just, just starting. Like, they had just sent people there to, like, dig tunnels to test the stability of the soil and, like, how diff, uh, deep they'll need to dig for the foundations. Wow. That's crazy. Think about it if, like... So we were, like, on the site. Like, we, insane. like, pulled over to the side of the river and, like, looked at the ropes, which were, like I said, like, three football fields high off the river. And, like, that's where the top of the dam was going to be and the water line would be just below that. Mm. So like all like this like eight, forest like and stuff. Feet. Yeah, the water level would rise like six hundred, I think, like seven hundred. Dude, think about that. If like that same idea or like same thing was going on or like was trying to happen on like the Connecticut River, yeah, like it would never happen. It would never go through. Like that would never be something that people could mm-hmm. accept. Yeah, because of the property because, laws. Yeah, in the United States. Because we're so more, much more regulated and, like, more privileged. just goes back to, like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, the colonial ideals, the, the property ideals that colonialism brought to the United States were, like, this is my property. Like, I own this now. Yeah. Like, the U.S. government had to acknowledge that. Um, because we wanted to keep buying land from, like, and taking land from um, Native Americans yeah. and, like, Native populations. Yeah. And so we brought the ideals properly, but now it's, like, very much so in our favor that that has happened. Where yeah. in, like, India, it's not, like, understood like that. It's so, like, uh, this is our area. So, so, Sawyer. Please don't point the knife at me. It's not a knife. It's a crafting tool of our, of food. It's used to make delicious things. But, Sawyer, you, uh, recently finished high school... I guess so. How would you say your experience was regarding high school? I think high school is a strange, strange place that like can be super different for a lot of people. I ended up having a good experience. Um, obviously, ups and downs, but high school is like pretty fun. You have not much responsibility. Do you remember your first girlfriend, first time? Remember your first kiss? Yeah, I do. Who was it? What was your name? I don't need to say her name on on our podcast. How how old were you? I was pretty young. I was in middle school. Wow. Middle school. How old were you? Probably like 12. 12, yeah. Hello? We got a goal. We got to go. All right, let's (laughs) go. We'll be right back. (laughs)